Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, don't get cooked, stay off the hook. Splatoon 2 is goose boo It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. How's it going, Mark? It's going pretty good. How are you, Patrick? Uh, I'm doing well. I feel like I'm thirsty. Yeah? Did you get water before? We... I did. I did get more you water. You have water. I have water. Oh, okay, great. So I have a need, but I also have the remedy for that need. Yeah, which is ideal. Right. Did you know this about the human bladder? Okay. That I I always assumed that like holding it uh-huh. right like your it being your pee right is a good thing like you're like training your bladder oh, N- no okay no no the best thing you can do is as soon as is not hold it ever i mean so the best ideally, thing you could do would just constantly be peeing i mean the second you feel it well for your bladder <laughs> right. the best not thing, socially yes because okay so your bladder is like a balloon uh-huh and um, the way that your body knows that it needs to relieve itself is that the balloon expands, and then it basically hits a sensor at the bottom. Right. Right? When it expands <laughs> enough, it hits a sensor that's like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. But if you're holding it all the time, you're basically stretching your bladder. Mm-hmm. So it becomes more and more loose. It becomes looser and looser. And so by you get a saggy bladder, and it's hitting that sensor all the time. What you want is a tight, taut bladder that is away from that sensor. See, but to my mind, if you are increasing the size of the bladder, right, so it is a, a saggy bladder, if uh-huh. you will, I feel like you're just increasing the capacity for it. Like, you can train yourself to be able to hold it longer. No, because you're... because. Because it is so big and saggy, it's hitting that sensor as soon as there's just a tiny bit of pee in it. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. We'll get to Splatoon 2 in a second. <laughs> we, I will. we will. We <laughs> will. Uh, but also, there are very few circumstances that I am, very few situations that I am in where I'm like, I have to hold it mm-hmm. right now. Right. Um, and in a lot of those scenarios, I can just be like, Excuse me, I need to go. I need to use the restroom. <laughs> right, and no one's gonna be like, "What's his problem?" <laughs> yeah, get a load of Patrick. He's always peeing. <laughs> you can do it pretty much anytime <laughs> you want. Pretty much. Pretty much. Whatever happened to that? We were gonna do a show where like we drank a lot of water. An improv show. An improv. Not show. a not, not <laughs> right? a podcast. Not a podcast, but an improv show where we yeah. drank a lot. Drank a lot of water. And then try to get through the entire set without peeing our pants. Yeah, it seems yeah, like it would be kind of easy, right? Right. How much water? You I don't did, think there's did. an amount of water I could drink that would make me have to pee. It would be a lot in like of water. It'd right. be a lot of water. It would be a lot. You'd have of to water. do the show where you're like already on the verge of having of like peeing yourself. Right, and then you would really be the only one having that experience. Right. No one else would really know. Yeah. Yeah. But we never did it. We never did it. But what we are doing. Is talking about Splatoon 2? <laughs> That's right. It finally came out. Yes. The uh, Splatoon franchise is no longer marooned on a system that no one is playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, Mark, we both spent the weekend with Splatoon 2. That's right. Um, did So, uh, you did not end up uh, picking up a pro controller That's to, right. to play if this you, game. We, right. ta- uh, we talked about it in our Tuesday news episode. Mm-hmm. Um. But the short version, in which you should go listen to if you haven't mm-hmm. already, but the short version of it is I had intended to buy the uh, Pro Controller for the Nintendo Switch. and In fact, I had intended to buy a Splatoon 2 Pro Controller, the special edition one. and With the green and the uh, red. Right. <laughs> pink, yellow. right? Like pink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but then I was also playing the Destiny 2 beta this weekend and using my DualShock 4. Mm-hmm. And it, I had become so used to playing with the Joy-Con grip that the DualShock 4 felt way too big. I was like, I don't want to play Splatoon 2 on this. So I didn't pick one up. 
I fair fair play to you. Have so have you been playing it uh mostly in uh docked mode on on the TV? That's yeah. how you play most Switch, right? Uh-huh, that's yeah. right. Um no, uh your pl- and I turned motion controls off the first opportunity I had. Mm-hmm. And you are playing with a pro controller, is that right? Yes. And have you also been playing mostly in docked mode? Yeah, I actually haven't played it in handheld yet. Um I guess I did play a little bit with um it out on uh, tabletop mode because uh, I've got a little stand that I put it in. Uh, I just did a little bit of that while Sarah was watching TV. I just played it at the table here. What's your motion control situation? Uh, I use I use the tilt controls, um, but they are like my just like refining shots. So the, I have the sensitivity turned way down on the motion controls. Um, so you can you can combine the two. Yes. Or I guess ideally you combine the two, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't mean, used it enough really to like experiment with it and figure out how it works. Yeah. I mean, what it, what it is, is uh, when you're using motion controls, you're still doing um, all of the, like you can still do as, as much left and right um, aiming with the right thumbstick and um, I, I, yeah, up, up and down too. Um, and then you can just uh, do like little fine, fine motor, uh, just aiming shots a little bit better with with the motion controls do you think people who use motion controls have an advantage Mm, i don't know i i had said that about um arms uh but i'm no longer convinced that is true uh i think i think it's kind of just a a, another way to um uh, to interact with the game I, i don't know that it's necessary but um I, I enjoy it. It doesn't hamper my experience at all to use um, motion controls a, a little bit. Do you feel like you're missing out? No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. didn't even really think about it until we started having this conversation. Yeah. Do you use um, like the motion aiming in like uh, Breath of the Wild at all? No, I turn all that stuff off. Oh, you off. turn it all I off. I don't really that. like motion. I have never taken to motion controls yeah. for like stuff like that. I, I like the, the, the tilt aiming just for like little extra stuff. Um, you know, I have never been uh, the biggest first-person shooter guy, um, so I feel like I get a little bit of that accuracy back when uh, I can just, like, jerk the controller a little bit yeah, to, to I, get there. I don't trust my coordination. Sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so let's talk about... Uh, and you'll have to help me out here, because I didn't play a lot of Splatoon, the, the original. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a little bit at your house, but I never owned a Wii U, so right. never played a lot of Splatoon. Can you tell me, there seems like, so the world of Splatoon 2, like the physical world, is not that big. You're basically oh, in like it's a, very small. You're basically yeah. in a like Times Square type shopping mm-hmm. plaza area. Shibuya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a few, there's some stores that you can buy shoes. Uh, shirts and hats, mm-hmm. and then and weapons and weapon, yeah. And then there's an like a little alleyway where you eventually uh, can enter Salmon Run. There's the main multiplayer mode straight ahead, right? And there's a food truck and uh-huh. an arcade and just like... yeah. There, and so, how much of that was in? Obviously, you're in a different location, but how much of this was in Splatoon? Like the hat, like the clothing and all that stuff was not a thing, right? No, sure was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the uh like fashion as it relates to um like getting little buffs on um you know the the various little like traits traits in the game um is is totally a part of um Splatoon 1 uh and so yeah i it's even a lot of the same shopkeeps um selling stuff uh for hats and shoes and shirts um and that that little clam guy selling uh weapons he's he's the same um the food truck is new uh, I think that guy used to sell shoes or maybe hats. Now he's got a food truck. Um, and like the arcade is a little bit, that that's a little bit different than um, what it was in the original. Um, obviously there was no salmon run um, in the first game, but uh, a lot of that same, like that same idea of like, here's a small like city, uh, city street um, that's identical from Splatoon 1. So functionally, uh. Does this does it feel a lot like Splatoon one and a half to you? Uh, yes, but I think so. Here's, I think it feels like if any studio that wasn't Nintendo made a game with a number two on it, like 
Um, when when Nintendo makes a sequel, I expect something so wildly different that um, you know to justify it being a new entry in the franchise. But like, I guess counterexample would be Super Mario Galaxy Two. This very much feels like Super Mario Galaxy One to Super Mario Galaxy Two. It is um, a different game full of different experiences, but the building blocks are basically the same. Um, even though like everything in this game does look a lot nicer than it did on the Wii U. Um, so let's just get into our, our, our gen- general impressions. Like, are, are we enjoying the game? Uh, how much time did we put in? That kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm loving it so far. Yeah. How, I, how much did you get to play this weekend? I don't know how many hours I put in. Um, but are you able to check your last 50 matches on the, uh, Nintendo switch online app Splatnet? Yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, the one. Um, which I guess we can get into it later, but the Nintendo switch online app in general, not crazy about Splatnet, I think is pretty cool. Yeah. So Splatnet is like the games when you open up the Nintendo switch online app, there is I don't know, like the top three fourths of it or the top like two third are dedicated to just like it's a big logo that just says Nintendo Switch Online or something like that. Right. And then it's like, how do I how do I use this? Yeah. And then the bottom is like game specific um, and Splatnet is down there. Yeah, it's it is currently the only one. And then if you um, if you click on this thing, that's like the two squids crossed mm-hmm. on, on the bottom. Once you go into Splatnet, it'll show you your last 50 battles oh okay yeah yeah so you've you've got that filled up you've played at least 50 50 battles um what do you know what uh what rank you are right now so i am fresh um right is that what you're asking Mm. and but i used to be super fresh i'm level i'm level 10 i am also i am also level 10 yeah i wanted to get to level 10 so i could open up uh ranked mode yeah ranked matches Mm mm-hmm um, because so when you first get into it, you can only do turf war. Yeah. You're just doing turf war. And, um, I was, it, it's crazy by the end, I was pretty good. Like by the, the last I was playing before we recorded this, I was consistently like the best in the match. Yeah. Which, uh, I was not expecting to be. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Um, I I feel like there are some times where, and this was true of Splatoon 1, where it's just like, sometimes it's just sort of roll of the dice of like how you do and like matches can, uh, you know, they can turn in the last like 20 seconds where like the uh, field of play that you, that is contested through most of the match just suddenly goes to one side. And then, you know, you get such a big reward for being on the winning team um, that like, uh, it it really helps you be on the winning team in order to like keep leveling up and stuff. What's your weapon of choice? Um, so my weapon of choice in the original was the uh, the zapper, the uh, eighty five uh, uh, zapper. It looks like the duck hunt gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like uh, dualies, um, because I like that dodge roll uh, that comes with it. And I did. I spent a little bit of time with uh, a paintbrush as well, but I wasn't really happy with um the performance i was getting out of it what what are you rolling with what the aerospray mg yeah what what's a special with that uh it is the uh what is what is the special splatdown i think oh splatdown's great it, the, where you like jump up and then like come back down and it's just like a oh no 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 with the arrow uh with the aerospray mg it's you uh what are they called the little the like bombs that look like curling. Oh yeah, I think uh, I think they're called curl. They may be called curling. Something. Oh okay, yeah. yeah. It's like you send out these little ink Roombas. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but, but but you get when you initiate this the super special, mm-hmm. you get like a whole tray of them that like are like <laughs> on your back, and so you can send out like I don't know what it is like ten, yeah, like one right after the other. That's great. And so you can just kind of like carpet bomb the area. Um, so that that's what it is with uh, the aerospray MG. Yeah, that that's I kind cool. of feel like the aerospray MG is overpowered. Yeah, like I maybe. could I could see them dialing it back in the future. Well, and that is something that we will see in 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 the weeks ahead as they introduce more weapons. 
um, they will find a balance on all of these things. Um, yeah, because I, I think that uh, there are some weapons that I think are obviously more useful than others. Um, like I was saying, I had a real tough time with the, the paintbrush. Which, and that's the one that uh, came out Saturday, right? Like the one that was released possibly um like as the first piece of dlc or whatever yeah that that, that might be right um yeah it, where it's like a a variation on the um on the roller but it's thinner um oh no that's not th- sorry that's not the one i was thinking of i was thinking of like it's an actual like paintbrush with a brush at the end not like a roller type thing yeah i know it, it it is a, a paintbrush with a brush at the end i'm not doing a good job of, <laughs> of, of, of describing it i get like where it's different and a little bit more versatile is that you can swing it faster oh we are talking about the same yeah thing. we're talking about the same thing <laughs> we should look up what the actual name of it is no there are too many names to remember <laughs> in this um and you know i'll we'll get to them at, at some point but uh I don't know. I, one of the things that I, I liked about the first platoon and that I'm excited to get into in this one um, is uh, the kind of fashion element that we were talking about before, uh, where you can find hats and shirts and shoes that you really like and actively upgrade them to give to give them more slots uh, for more bonuses and then fill those with bonuses you actually like, um, which is a process I haven't gotten the chance to really do in this version of the game just yet um like when you buy something it's got one or two slots and you just sort of earn the bonuses as you play and you don't really have much say over a how many slots it has or b what those bonuses are going to be are you uh paying much attention to that now or are you just kind of so i am trying to coordinate my outfits to all go for speed when you're um when i'm like a squid squid speed squid speed so fair warning or warning Uh uh-huh as you stack the ability the buff goes down so if you have um that same boost twice the second time it's only 50 percent as effective oh and so there's no point in doing like a third one I mean, you could, but by that point, it is so low. Uh, the The boost is, is so low as to be like kind of not noticeable. Yeah. So, what part of this is different from Splatoon? Because I feel like people were more excited. Were there was some excitement around this, um, like uh, around like the clothing items? Was there? Is there anything that no, you're I mean, doing I, different here? I, I as, as far as I can tell, it's all the same uh the 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 clothing and the fashion stuff but i think that was such a like surprise fun element of um the original splatoon i think there's something also so cool about the design aesthetic of this game um that like it's legit fun to see what the new shoes and shirts and hats are um i'm rocking a hat right now that has an 8-bit squid on it and it's I don't know. They're wearing stuff that I'm like, I wish I had that in real life, you know? Also, one of the cool things about Splatnet is there are Splatnet uh, exclusive clothing items yeah. that are on a timer. And so you can only pick them up for certain amounts of time. And then you, you order it on Splatnet and then you pick it up in the game. It's pretty cool. Uh, speaking of ordering stuff and doing it on online through an app, uh, we're going to pause for a quick break. Okay, so I don't want to talk about splatnet.com. I want to talk about macweldon.com, mm-hmm. where you can buy real clothes for your real life inkling. Mm-hmm. For your you, real... Yeah. For your body. Uh-huh. Uh, socks, underwear, shorts. You've got that hoodie. Did, we, did you say socks? I don't know. I think you did. <laughs> I think that's what you started with. I think I started with socks. Look, you can go to macweldon.com and you can get the softest, the least smelly underwear you're ever going to own by uh, entering promo code Nintendo, and it'll be 20% less than you would have paid otherwise. And look, if you're not happy with it, mm-hmm. what can you do? They'll give you your money back. Yeah. And you don't have to return your underwear. And it's not even stinky underwear, because it doesn't get stinky because it's antimicrobial. Yeah. So the microbes that you do want, mm-hmm. fine. The microbes you don't want, they're smelling up your underwear. Get rid of those. Get rid of them by going to MacWeldon.com, entering promo code Nintendo, and start wearing better underwear, you know, in like three days. MacWeldon.com, promo code Nintendo. 
Do you have any uh, clothing items that you're excited about right now? You said you're trying to coordinate them all. Oh, so just for speed. Yeah, yeah. So it, I've have not been paying attention to aesthetics as much as I've been paying attention to because there are some that are like dumb where you're like these these look like Crocs or they're clogs or something. Right. But they have a good. So is that random? Like the like you and I could have the same shoe, uh-huh. but the attributes that it buffs will be different. So I think the default attribute is the same. Okay. Um, but the buffs that they gain. I'm not sure. It's either random or it is based on like a percentage that like this shoe has a tendency towards this, but it could be anything, you know. Um, that that's that's uh the greater mysteries of that are something that we discovered in the original Splatoon as like people played the game, um, and the meta game in you know manipulating those things and c- getting the best loadout possible was super deep and almost impenetrable, right? <laughs> um, like any of the wikis and guides on it are super deep and you could spend as much time as you could imagine researching it and trying to get it right. So Turf Wars is like the main mode. It's kind of the one that, you know, you will see in all of the marketing mm-hmm. where you're just trying to ink it, the most area. Yeah, it is Splatoon's deathmatch, mm-hmm. as it were. Like it is the the version of the game to play. And you have to level you have to play it a lot in order to level up to level 10 so you can start playing some of the other modes did you have a chance to check out very many of those not in not in uh, splatoon 2 no but they're very similar to the ones that are in splatoon yeah so i think right now rainmaker and tower defense are are in uh are the the ranked mode types right now yeah i I played both those in uh the original splatoon so I, i if you have if you're familiar with the game or you're familiar with splatoon you will be familiar with some of the limitations of the online, mm-hmm. specifically that they do two maps at a time. Yeah. And per mode. Per mode. Right. Two maps at a time per mode. And it's on a cycle of two hours. Mm-hmm. So for two hours, you'll be playing the same maps over and over and over again. Right. How do you feel about that, Patrick? It doesn't bother me at all. Um, I, I feel like whenever I'm playing a, uh, another like online shooter or something like that, that I end up playing the same like maps over and over again anyway, because there only are ever like three or four maps that people want to play. Um, and I sort of like the forced, like, I guess it's not forced variety. It's the opposite. Um, where like for two hours, you're going to really get into port mackerel or like Mori towers or, you know, wherever. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I like it. It it really works for me. Do do you feel that it's too limiting? Yeah, I, I get the complaints. This is like my first time really playing a lot of Splatoon Mm -hmm. and I, I don't hate it because one thing that happened is I got really good at those, at like the two maps that we're going on right now. The downside is if there's a map in there that you're not that excited about, you just got to play it. You just have to play it over and over and over again. Um, I feel like, but in a lot of ways, this game, for some reason, the way that Nintendo has des- decided to design Splatoon 2 is by like this sort of like curation. Yes. Where they are only going to divvy it out a little bit at a time. So, do you, and not just like with, uh, you know, an ongoing suite of like levels that they add to it or weapons or, or whatever, but like that. You have the whole game, but at any given time, you only have access to pieces of it. Right. And that's true of Salmon Run as well. Right. And Salmon Run's a whole new mode right? in Splatoon 2. It's kind of like Nintendo's take on Horde mode, mm-hmm. where it's just waves of enemies, but it's only three or four waves at yeah, a time. It's sh- yeah, it's, it's short. Um, and I think, that, I think that's good because it keeps it like consistent with how like Turf War or even like a ranked match goes that like you're never playing splatoon for like a long stretch like one game for a long stretch yeah i do you I, wish it was uh, i wish it was longer dice? so basically the way it works is you have um enemies come and you have to kill them and you get like oh, i don't even know what those are but basically like points or coins for doing so yeah and then there are some boss enemies that they have special abilities and the way you take them down differs depending on the boss and they drop these orbs, and then you have to take the orbs to a central location. Mm-hmm. And each round, 
lasts i don't know maybe like a minute and a half or something yeah maybe three minutes that's probably it's probably longer yeah it's probably like three minutes and then you have to kill a certain number or you have to kill bosses so you can collect a certain number of orbs in that time limit and each wave it becomes higher and higher like the amount you need to Mm-hmm. And if if you die at any point in these, your teammates can revive you by just like inking the area uh-huh. where you died. You're like a little soul in an inner tube, which is super cute. <laughs> but and you can move around and yeah. get closer to them. But if you all wipe, then, then it's that's game the end over. of it. Right. Uh, and I really like Salmon Run. Yeah. It, when I was uh, first started, I was playing more Salmon Run than I was Turf War. Yeah. Um, and I think it helped me become more comfortable with some of the different guns or like different weapons that you have yeah because that that is a feature of um salmon run is that it randomly assigns you one of the four weapons um that's in that like specific set of salmon run every wave yeah so you can see which set of weapons it is it's like four weapons yeah and you'll be randomly assigned one of those Mm -hmm. um although if you're doing a private mode you can choose sure but uh, playing online with strangers, you cannot. Um, and so I really like Salmon Run, but sometimes you get with like a really good group. Yeah. And you, I would wish it went a little bit longer. Like I, it, I think it'd be cool if it was an actual horde mode where you just keep going until you, you fail, just keep getting waves instead yeah. of it being. I, I mean, I guess that's probably harder to balance. And I'm not complaining because I like Salmon Run as it is, but I also wish there was this other version of it mm-hmm. that you could just, cause sometimes you're like, Oh, we could destroy if we kept going. Yeah. And it's a bummer to get like, you just do the three or four waves and then you get kicked out. And then those people are like scattered to the wind. Right. You never hear from them again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be cool if there was like a, uh, a salmon run endurance mode or something. Um, I, and I think that is something that we could still see down down the line. Like a lot of um, the uh, like ranked match modes uh, were not part of the original Splatoon when it rolled out. It wasn't until weeks later that we got like Rainmaker and Tower Defense and all of those. Um, so if we were to get new versions or new takes on Salmon Run or any of really anything i would not be surprised to see any content added to splatoon 2 because there's one there's only one map in salmon run right now yeah maybe i think there's only one although it does the geography changes yeah a little bit with the the water level and stuff like that uh the weird thing about salmon run and again this goes along with everything else nintendo is doing with splatoon where it's a little bit here a little bit there and then they'll take stuff away is sometimes splatoon or sometimes salmon run just won't be going you just yeah. are not able to do salmon run. Yes. Um, and so that, that's actually part of what makes me think that it's possible that there are other salmon run maps and we just haven't seen them yet. That like, because you can check the, the salmon run schedule on uh, Splatnet um, and uh, Marina and Pearl will tell you when you start up the game uh, whether um, Grizzco or whatever it's called <laughs> is, is hiring, which means that Splatnet or salmon run is a feature that is available during that time um i have yet to run into an opportunity where i've wanted to play salmon run and it's not been available Um, well it was available all last weekend mm -hmm. um the first time it went away was last monday it's gone and then tuesday then tuesday i think it came back okay um so I'm sure it will happen to me at some point that I want to hop on and play Salmon Run and will be frustrated at my inability to do so. Um, but so far, it hasn't, uh, it hasn't hit me. Um, I have not had an opportunity to do any like uh, local multiplayer with this thing. Me either. You're the only other... Well, that's not true. My boss finally got a Switch. Hey! But you're the only... Before that, you were the only other person I knew that had a Switch, I think. Okay, so should we talk about the the matchmaking uh, component of this thing yet, or do we want to do we want to stay positive for a little let's, while? Let's stay positive. <laughs> okay. let's, let's talk about the single player campaign. Single player campaign, and then we can go back to talk about matchmaking. The matchmaking, right? Um, so the single player campaign seems to build off of a story that was established in Splatoon. 
so not just a story that's established in Splatoon, but also uh, like the result of one of these splat fests in the original Splatoon. Right? Was it the final one? The final splat fest, yeah, yeah is where you just straight choose Callie versus Marie. <laughs> um, and uh, who who is it that you actually interact with in uh, Splatoon Two? Callie, I think it's Callie. It's Callie. So Mari, Marie has gone missing, um, and it's because she lost. <laughs> the Splatfest in Splatoon 1, and so you you are seeking her out. But it's sort of in the background of that, there is um, this w- ongoing war between the Inklings and the Octarians, which are like octopus people, um, and the Zapfish, which is a um, eel of some sort that seems to power all of Inkopolis, has gone missing. If this all sounds insane, it's because it is. <laughs> um, and the game's got such cool, crazy mythology, and uh, it walks you through like some of it. But re- it's really you have a really like cursory experience of the story, right? Um, it's mostly just through like uh, you pick up these little scrolls within the levels that give a little bit of information, um, and Callie talks to you uh, along the way as does that little Sheldon guy. Um, this is the most overused, um, like, comparison. Mm-hmm. So forgive me up front, but it's a lot like Bloodborne uh. <laughs> or Demon Souls in that way, where it's you're just kind of gleaning mm-hmm. the, the, the story from the world. Yeah, it and it's a story about the world and not about specific characters, right? Yeah. Um, you're playing as Inkling Boy or Inkling Girl. That's not a. There's no arc you're following there. Um, but the uh the actual gameplay. Uh, well, what 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 are your impressions of that? I I played through the entirety of uh Splatoon one single player. Um, and I got through just like the first world of Splatoon two. Um, but I'm curious as to what your your experience is with it. It's fun. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I feel compelled to go to continue just because I'm interested in the world and I like seeing the bosses and all that kind of stuff. But the actual mechanics of the level themselves, I'm not. It it uses the um like weapons and I don't know this idea of like you're inking stuff in mm-hmm. in, in interesting ways. But I'm not bowled over by it. Um, so I actually really like the way it uses uh, all, all of that stuff. It seems weirdly detached from like how you use inking and mobility in uh, either any of the multiplayer modes. Totally. Um, but I I almost like that to the point where like I would love to see a like full blown campaign that's less like abstract uh, and more just like. I don't know. I, I could see that blown out in a way that I would really enjoy it um, in less of like a course-based kind of way. Yeah, the part that I actually enjoy the most in the single player is getting to the courses. Yeah. Because they're kind of just like, I don't even know how you describe it, like mini open world levels mm-hmm. that you have to traverse and f- figure out how you're supposed to get to the individual like course levels yeah because there are surfaces that you can ink and surfaces that you can't ink and there are those like little tubes the like strings of uh you know connecting ink that you can travel little, along like treadmill things that yeah that can... boost you yeah so it's like you'll see one or you'll see where you think there's like an entrance to a level and then you have to figure out how you're going to tra- traverse it in order to get there and i like that more than i like the actual levels themselves are just corridors basically mm-hmm. That you're like, I have to get from point A to point B, and I'll have to ink something in order to get there. And there's some enemies to take down. And it's fine. It's not unfun. <laughs> like, I'm enjoying Like, I am playing it, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. But I'm not... I would not buy the game specifically to play this. Right. Well, and I think that that is actually one of uh, Splatoon 2's biggest strengths, is that it has a bunch of different modes that I find interesting. Totally. Like... Um, I like Turf War. I'm excited to get into um, the rank battle modes. Um, Salmon Run is fun. I like uh, the fashion stuff and the single player is also... I, I enjoy it too. So there, there's always something to do. Um, how, how far did you get in the uh, single player? I think I'm in like the third or fourth world. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Um, cool. I think it... 
it's interesting that like you encounter mechanics like the uh, those treadmill things in the single player campaign that you don't experience in uh, Turf War at all. Right. Um, and that was true in uh, the original as well. Um, until some of the DLC or like the the new levels start introducing some of those concepts back into the multiplayer. So like those things that I was having a hard time describing before where it's just like uh like electrical wires of ink that you can travel across. Yeah, it's like a or if we're talking about the same thing, it's like a uh ink cannon basically. Right? Yeah. Like it, or like a fountain of ink that shoots a very steady stream mm-hmm. that you can hop onto and ride. Right. There, like, it's, and, like it's a rail. And there are some of those in the uh, turf wars currently yes but they were not in the original set of levels so like um it would be cool if in future splatoon 2 levels we saw those uh like treadmill things that like launch you uh in a direction i'm it i it makes me excited that there's there are more mechanics for them to use in the multiplayer so let's talk about let's do online it. let's talk about the online so uh, just from a um, before, like using using the app, did you have any problems with like getting booted from matches or not getting uh, matched up? No, in any way? I didn't, which I was really happy about because when we were talking about the pre-release Splatfest, mm-hmm. I did have a lot of problem connecting or getting booted, and I haven't run into that at all um, with the release of the actual game. How about you? No, I I have also um, not been booted from anything. Um, and sometimes it takes just like a, a little bit to get like that eighth person in, yeah. in the, in the room or whatever. Um, but nothing, nothing egregious, you know, I just sit there and mess around on my phone for a little bit. My buddy Pete, I know was having a little bit of a tough time with, uh, getting booted on Saturday. Um, but I think, uh, that was righted by Sunday. So here's my, my overall thing with Splatoon 2's online. If, Let's hear it. If you are not trying to play with friends, it's great. Right. Or if you're trying to play really passively with friends. Really passively. Really passively. Like, because you can do the thing where you can just see which of your friends are also playing Turf War and just sort of follow them. Right. It, you won't be matched. You'll be like in the same room with them. No guarantee that you'll be on the same team. You are unable to communicate with each other in <laughs> any way. You can't. There are times where you'll join. And then just sit at a screen. It's like, we'll put you in this lobby as soon as like a space opens up. Whenever that is. Whenever that is. Um, so if like I played the majority of this just with strangers, mm-hmm. not trying to form a team or anything. And it was, it was fine. It is frustrating that like, again, like even if you, is there a way in Splatnet or something or in the game itself that if there were people that I enjoyed playing with, that I could send them a friend request or contact them in some way. I don't. And even if you could, I don't know if, even if you could send them a friend request, you have very few ways to communicate with people who are your friends on the switch. Right. Like basically all you can do is invite them into a room that you can then speak to them on the app. Yeah. Cause you cannot, you can't, you can't send messages or anything on the switch itself. Right. And uh, like, it's a you know common Nintendoism, but like it sure would be nice even just to be able to like throw down some like emotes or something, right? Right. Um, like there there was a little bit where I was playing and um, Foddle had uh, selected me as like a friend that he was gonna follow, and like there's no way for me to acknowledge that like Foddle, I see you, other than picking up my phone and texting him, and right? Being like, hey, Foddle. <laughs> and look, don't get me wrong, I don't miss voice chat with no. randoms, right? Like, I am totally fine with that. Yes, me but too. But just being some way to communicate with other players and to make friends, because I understand that Nintendo's really worried about privacy and about protecting people. Mm-hmm. And I'm, oh, and I'm like on board for that. And so I accept like the limitations. That being said, I feel like in some ways, they part of the fun of playing online is meeting people that you wouldn't otherwise have met yeah like for sure and like becoming friends with them even if it's just friends that when you're on when you're both playing splatoon you like hop in together right and i think that that would be especially helpful or useful or whatever in salmon run right um 
it would be very nice to be able to just uh you know when you i mean you mentioned this before that like you get in with a group of three people and you're like hey this is great we should keep doing this together and then like uh nope your waves are over and now you're with new weirdos um like i i get i get the idea of like not them not wanting to encourage like super teams just like roving through turf war but uh-huh. like salmon run is something that you're doing you know with other people for yourselves and not in a competitive way um so we we also tried to do a you know create a lounge lobby whatever they're called um just to see like what functionality that offers and like i can set up a room but the only people that will be in that room or that can participate with players in that room are people that i invite into it so, and do you do that through the app exclusively? No, you do it through the game. So what is the app used for? Just for setting up voice chat? I think just for executing voice chat. Just for executing voice chat. So not so for, so inviting friends to the room, all that kind of stuff happened exclusively on the Switch. You know, not, in, in game. Now that, now that you say that, I don't remember. Okay. The experience wasn't super intuitive and I, you know, had... Uh, the pro controller in one hand and the um, my phone in the other, um, trying to balance and figure this thing out. So I got a notification on my phone when you on in- your phone, uh huh. Okay, when you invited me, so that's how I knew that because I wasn't online, I wasn't playing. Okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so I got a notification on my phone, and but I think but I had to go into the game to, to join it. it. Okay, yeah. Um, so and here and again like. We had three people. Yeah. Right? It was you, me, and Pete. Right. And we could do two-on-one matches if we wanted to, but you couldn't do anything else. It's not like the three of us could travel to Turf War and then play together. Right. Which would be ideal. Like, uh, It's a crazy limitation to me that you can't do that. Yeah. Well, and I mean, there, there may be... I do feel like we have not experienced all of it yet, and there are probably ways where, like, two of us can get together and join another pair of in like ranked battle or something. Like, I, I think the ranked stuff is takes the the matchmaking a little bit more seriously, but like, I don't know. Turf War seems like the game's bread and butter, and we should be able to experience that any way we want to, right? Like, you, me, and Pete should be able to uh, jump in and say. Uh, the three of us want to play together. We all want to be on the same team. Or the three of us want to play together. It doesn't matter what teams we're on. Um, or the three of us want to play together. Mark and I want to be on the same team, and Pete has to be on the other team. <laughs> like the the game should be better about uh, just catering to how we want to play it. I think. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and you know the the same. I, I I'm excited to tackle Salmon Run with like you, me, and two other people that we know. Um. But I wish there was a way to just be like, it's just me and Mark and then two other weirdos who are um, playing together. Right. Um, voice chat itself, fine. Yeah, who, Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, it functions like voice chat. I actually really like the inner, I, I think the uh, design of the Nintendo Switch Online app is really, is nice. It is not dissimilar to the uh, waiting, like, lobby area in ARMS, right? Right. Where you, we just like see the icons kind of lazily floating, floating around. around, and then yeah. like when one of us was talking, it would like the our icon or like avatar would get a little bit bigger. Yeah, just kind of bubble up. Um, dumb things about it. Yes, it has to always be on. That's right. And it has and as in like you cannot put your phone in sleep mode. Right. The screen needs to be on. Yeah. And it needs to be like the active app. Right. If you. Uh, get a notification and you go to like answer the text or you go to like look something up online you will be disconnected right um that that's bad also something that's interesting like i don't mind it in splatoon but i think it is uh worth mentioning is that if you're playing in a lobby like and everybody's in the voice chat once you're separate in turf wars once you're separated into teams 
you can only communicate That's with right. your team. That's right. So there was there was a moment when Mark and I were experimenting with this where I put us into a two-man turf war one-on-one. And we uh, could not communicate with each other. Got, Even though could, we were in the voice chat lobby yeah. together, we couldn't right. talk to each other. That's right. Uh, so that's a strange use case. I don't recommend it. Um, but yeah, w- weird limitation, right? Uh, again, if it just offered like, do you want, like how, how do you want the chat to be divided? Like only teammates or with everyone, you know, that so, some options would be nice. Especially, some modernization. Well, especially when it's your own room that you are making. Yeah. Then you should be able to... I wonder if it's like a technological limitation because it's if it's your own room, they don't have to worry about abuse. They yeah. should be able to just be like, okay, you can do it however you want. That's obviously not the Nintendo way. Right. But you can do it however you want is not the Nintendo way. The weird thing is that I guess because I'm used to playing it in isolation, mm-hmm. that it didn't bother me that the online features weren't more robust. Most of the time, except yeah. when we were trying to get them to work. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's just it, is that, like, the game does, for, for as much as, like, yeah, you could probably form a more efficient team if you're, like, calling out directions and being, like, I need help over here, or, like, hey, did anyone ink this area, whatever. Um, there's something just rewarding about, like, running around and, you know, inking the hell out of a, a map, right? Like... You, you can help each other in like intuitive ways. The game is very visual, so you don't necessarily need to verbally communicate with your team. Right. It's successful. not like Call of Duty or something like that. Right. Where you might be staking out different areas and you would be giving somebody a heads up. Right. Right. You can visually see very easily how your team is performing. Right. And like where you're performing well and where people need help. And there are super quick emotes as well that you can yeah. say. I mean, they're limited to, like, this way, ouch, and booyah. <laughs> um, the, f- the, like, building blocks of all human communication. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the first words that are developed in every language, ouch, and booyah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, really, it kind of comes back to what I was saying before, where if you are looking to play online with strangers, it's a totally fine experience. I think the frustration comes when you're trying to play with friends mm-hmm. and you cannot do it in intuitive ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, Mark and I are both relatively intelligent human beings. <laughs> We've been playing games and playing games online for as long as that's been a thing. Uh, we should be able, <laughs> we should be able to figure it out. <laughs> right. It shouldn't, there shouldn't be so much resistance uh, for us to have like a, a positive online experience with Splatoon. 2. So I'm hoping to see, Again, this is the first game that the Nintendo Switch Online app has launched with. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a place where you can send feedback to the developers. Uh, I think it's worthwhile. Just remember to be kind. Because yeah. the people reading yes. your comments are not the people that are making these decisions. And honestly, if you think that uh, the people developing this app need to have some like basic stuff spelled out for them, you're probably right. So like... Spell it out carefully. Don't, don't, you know, don't assume that they should know everything. Um, so yeah, constructive criticism, I think. Yeah, but I, I'm hoping to see it improve. Um, and I'll be interested to see what it looks like now versus what it looks like when online officially launches in 2018. I'm not holding my breath for big changes because, yeah, I mean, Nintendo's made it pretty clear what kind of online experience they are, they want. Their consoles to have, yeah, limited. <laughs> but um, I do. I definitely think we will see it change and improve. Here's the thing: I do like some of the more superficial qualities of the of uh, Splatnet. Like just pulling, I have it up right now, and I can see my stats. Splatnet, I think, is great. Yeah, yeah. Just the communication part and the matchmaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see what other games have like a splatnet type thing like is it just going to be nintendo first party titles will we see third party titles using it man i mean that did we talk about this already that like there it would be neat if there was a more generic third party one or a third party uh like app that everyone else used within um the switch online app um but yeah i mean i think i think we need to see like mario kart and arms in this thing um there really isn't other 
aren't other like big Nintendo online games coming out the rest of the year, right? Right. Like we're we're looking at like you know Mario Rabbids and uh, Mario Odyssey. Right, and I don't think there's online co-op for Fire Emblem Warriors or anything. Yeah, that would be weird. Um, so yeah, it, it seems like now would be the time to build in some of that compatibility for the already launched um online games and to make this a little bit more robust uh and then a lot more robust <laughs> um well that, that that's great so i i think we're, we're both coming down pretty positive on splatoon 2 in general right? yeah i'm loving it i was so hyped for this game before it came out i was so ready for it mm-hmm. and now that it's released like i'm having a ton of fun i would recommend it to anybody yeah a- absolutely and I, I i don't think it um that you need to be good at shooters necessarily um and you know i'm sure i'm beating a dead horse here but i love having a game that is so like fast and arcadey and um action-packed without being violent at all um they've got guns but they're squirt guns basically (laughs) um and the goal is never to you know kill your opponents it's always ink more ground yeah you can be really good at this game and not have to like Oh yeah, you can be very high scoring and never, uh, like kill an opponent. An opponent, which we call splatting, splatting, splatting mm-hmm. them. Uh, all right, Mark. Any any final thoughts on uh, Splatoon two? No, I'm I I'm cannot wait to see. By the when we're recording this, the um, uh, Japanese cells haven't been announced yet. Oh and I yeah, I can't wait to see how it just like destroys that country <laughs> <laughs> i'm I, i'm sure we're going to revisit splatoon uh, a, a couple times on the show um just because we'll, we'll be playing uh check out we should put our uh our friend codes in here too again yes. if you're listening and you're playing like uh add us as friends and you know we'll try to set up like rooms and stuff like this is a game that i want to play and i want to play with people um and it seems like it'll be super fun uh, all right, that is going to do it for this Splatoon 2-focused episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts about Splatoon 2. Would love to hear them. Or if you have any comments about any, anything, anything, you can write to us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com, gmail.com. Or you can uh, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. We are Nincart Society on Twitter. And the Facebook page is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh, If you have a second to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, that would be wonderful. If you like this episode, please share us on any of those platforms. Uh, It helps us out no matter, you know, how little reach you think you have. It, we also have little reach, <laughs> so every every little bit helps. Um, if you like Mark and Mind's opinions, we also write about comic books on retconpunch.com. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our music is 8-Bit Betty. Here it is. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying the thing about uh, the hook and don't get cooked. Just saying that. Thanks for listening. It's a creative podcast network.